0: If you believe that your talent is carved in stone, you will try to prove yourself over and over and over again. If, however, you believe that you can grow through effort, you will understand that trying to prove yourself to others is ridiculous. All that you will care about is growth and accomplishment. Hi, hope you're well. This is P.D. at the Art of Self-Development. This podcast is for everyone who's interested in psychology and who wants to develop the most useful people and life skills for yourself and for the people around you. This one is about growth. One of the key concepts in this podcast. Because in one way or another, when it comes to personal development, in making the best out of what you get and what you can create, in shaping your life and your future, growth is really the key element. And the mindset that supports growth will get you there. This is why I keep coming back to the concept in some way, shape or form, even though I always try to take a different route. To get a fuller understanding of how it works and what may need to change for you to get better results. Because all success, ultimately, is an inner game thing. And I don't mean to say that it's all about how you think and what you imagine and what you try to quantum attract into your life. As some might have you believe, I think you know better. You know that there's hard work involved in getting anything meaningful to your life but it's perfectly doable and totally worth it. There are two kinds of people in life. Quite often we talk about winners and losers, and it's kind of that, but only on the surface. And most of us tend to believe that the winners are those that have it, the losers are those that don't. They don't have what it takes. That it's all about talent and abilities that you have that you've been born with, pretty much. Because few of us appreciate the role and the importance of learning, of getting feedback, of changing our approach, of knowing exactly where to go, and be able to adjust to course correct at every given step of the journey, to get to the goal, to get to the destination quickly, more efficiently, and in a way that'll give us the biggest benefits. So there are basically two kinds of people, and there are not those that fail and those that succeed, because that's the ultimate result that we see. That's the one thing that we pick up on. But we see almost nothing of the whole journey. The truth is, there are people who rebound when they meet difficulties, and there are those who don't. And there's a very specific difference in the way these people think. Because they all encounter the same things and they all fail at some points. But they react to the defeat, to the failure, in very different ways. Most people that you know probably have what we sometimes call fixed mindset. That is, they believe that their abilities, their skills, their talents are more or less fixed, that they don't change much over time. And if they don't have what it takes, this is not going to change. If this is your mindset, if you believe that your talents are carved in stone, then you're going to spend your life trying to prove to other people that this is not the case. You will not have space to really show what you are made of, what is inside of you, what gifts you have and to develop those gifts, because you'll always pretend. You'll always pretend that you're good at something you're not good at, because you never allowed yourself to actually learn. Think about people in your life, around you, that fit in this category. Probably there's more than one. And they're not bad people, and they're not incompetent either. They just have a very unhelpful mindset that somebody probably instilled in them when they were very young. And these things are inherited in families from one generation to the next. Until there's someone whose genetic endowments allow them to deal with that better, not have that belief that mind virus take hold. And they choose a different path. Quite often there's a rational, intentional decision being made based on this understanding. I'm not going to do this anymore. Now the second kind that sometimes is natural in that some people really seem to be born with it, in many other cases, they really get there after a lot of soul-searching, sometimes after a strong experience that leads to a change of mind and of heart. They get what we call flexible mindset. They understand that their skills, their level of ability is not static. They can change it. They understand that what they can do now is not a definite sentence about them as people. They know they can learn and change in almost anything they do. And this doesn't mean that you can do literally anything you want. If you're 40 years old, you're probably not going to become the next Olympic gold medalist. But it doesn't mean that you can't do a lot to get from where you're at now in pretty much any field. And the truth is, and the beautiful thing is, each one of us, we have so many talents that are left untapped. It's not even funny because we don't even think about them. I started relatively late and I've only developed a few of my gifts and I know that there are more than I can ever really focus on. And we all have that. And when you start looking for what you want to develop, what means something to you, because you can't do everything, as you start to delve into developing skills, you'll always see more that will be uncovered along the way. And your horizon shifts for what you can see, what you explore. You can never run out of potential. So the more you develop this flexible mindset, where you understand that you can change things and you are in control of your life in virtually every aspect, 100%, that fixed mindset that you may have had earlier in your life will feel like a bad dream that you've woken up from. It'll feel unreal. Because it kind of is. It's artificial. There's nothing real about it. And you shouldn't listen to it. The only reason why we do so much that we're programmed to lay low whenever we feel there's possible danger. And there are all kinds of things that we are biologically hardwired to be wary of, such as change of our social position our position in the social order because this is something that until quite recently didn't change very much our position on the totem pole was very much the same throughout our lives and trying to change it was dangerous if you wanted to improve your position in your tribe it generally meant challenging somebody else somebody who was a higher up to you. And that was dangerous. So rocking the boat in the social hierarchy of where we belong, where we fit, feels dangerous even though it is much less so than it used to be. This is just one of the things that we don't think about, that we are not consciously aware of most of the time, but that really affect how we act or how we choose not to act and then rationalize our decision. But the truth is, we all can learn from experience. We can and should learn and grow and do better. And if we do it right, nobody else has to suffer a consequence. Because in this day and age, your growth can have a very positive effect on the people around you. Now if you go up on the totem pole, so do those around you. Almost invariably. Quite often. Because unless you compete with other people, unless you try to bring them down to raise yourself, you really are helping the others by providing a better example, by helping them get the skill of flexible mindset that they will benefit from. And your own success can and should be a blessing for everybody that knows you. Because nobody is an island. We are all interconnected in ways we are not even aware of. Especially on social media, where the friends of the friends of the friends of my friends, quote unquote, on Facebook, will be affected by what I put out, without us ever having met. And the ways will be subtle, but given the interconnectedness of today's world, you can affect, positively or negatively, a lot of people. So, it is natural for us, in more than one way, to lay low and try not to rock the boat. But the fact is, we can all do better, we can all learn And the fact that we all have these unconscious drives and fears, quite often connected with people, this is why I always suggest, as one of the main skills to build, to really work on your social skills, so that you know how to benefit people as well as yourself. You know how that works, and you know that your success is not a threat to anybody else, or shouldn't be. There are some people who will see it as such, but they are rare and you don't want those around you anyway. So adjusting your mindset to be more growth-oriented is really a no-brainer. Almost no matter how you might feel about it. Because as you perfect this mindset shift, all of those things that you wouldn't even dream about will become closer to you and more of them will become a reality. And then maybe looking back will feel like looking at a very different person. And our relationship with failure is a very key concept. Because as long as you fear it, it will hold you back. And paradoxically, this will lead to more and more failure, not less. Whereas the more we seek to learn from failure, to really see it as the rich composed to understand that this is exactly what we need for growth, the idea of failure will shift completely. Now it becomes something that creates all the potential for your self-development, without which you could not evolve. You wouldn't even know what evolution means. There would be nothing tangible in the real world that would make sense to it. Failure transformed becomes challenge And challenge is the lifeblood Of everyone who ever transformed Or just in any way improved his or her life As you find the purpose Your own particular purpose What you want to do What matters to you You've become driven And then perseverance Staying on course and adjusting it as needed will become easy because nothing else would even make sense. So get this bigger picture where you know that a momentary failure is the key that'll open the door to your success and to learning more than you ever could without it. That a momentary failure is never an ultimate one. It is not a success yet. It's a detour that'll give you benefits that a success in itself can never give you. The more you practice that, the more you see failure, quote-unquote, as not success yet. And the more you can ask for constructive feedback from the people around you without feeling threatened by what they will say, but in fact appreciating it, seeing it as, as valuable as it is, Than meditating on what matters to you because that will change over time too. This is why the cycle is so important of focusing on our goal, seeing how we did and getting constructive feedback and then making small adjustments that will make our path more useful, more empowering. Creating this circle in the most important things that we do, makes it virtually certain that you'll achieve what you want and more. It's like Henry Ford said a long time ago, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Now, our formal education for many of us has not been very helpful, but the good thing is you can always re-educate yourself. From memorizing what you don't need to learn or don't even care about to learning to think at your best. To train your mind to think in ways that are the most useful. Because at the end of the day achieving those successes will have become easy. But all of those things that then seem easy if they matter at all they used to be difficult before. And whether they stay that way or not is entirely up to you. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Art of Self-Development. Remember that learning is a change of behavior. You can adjust your thoughts and your environment to better suit your goals. And it works best if you do it for other people's benefit. You can support this podcast by writing me a comment or suggestion at pdartofsd at gmail.com or just by telling your friends. Whatever you do today, leave the world a little better than you found it.